0: Alright, welcome back to the podcast. We're alive. Uh, This is What's Wrong With Us. I am Brandon Orlowski.
1: And I am Greer Casagrande. Hello.
0: So, yeah, it's been almost like two months (laughs) since we've done an episode, and there's really no excuse.
1: There literally is nothing. We're just, you know... Part of it, too, we, a lot of, like, between the both of us, we wanted to kind of, like, build up stuff for us to talk about. So we're like, okay, you know, like, once every couple weeks, like, twice a month, like, you know, and we'll just keep them short, something like that. But then life, this past couple of months, just got too hectic for us to even, and then sometimes it kind of came down to our mental health, whether we felt like getting together and even recording one. So between the plans, between our depressions, between life like it was just nearly
0: just impossible yeah there was a lot going on uh these last couple uh, there was it's been yeah it's been like six seven weeks or so um the uh i don't know what what like what i guess who, who wants to go first what's the <laughs> what,
1: what? <laughs> who
0: has like what's what's okay, who's okay you the want worst to do shit? like the good yeah. news
1: and then go to towards the bad the bad yeah, then let's, the good
0: let's start off with the good news
1: okay um, good news um i got a new job okay so i quit my
0: like i didn't already know that yeah, like yeah I,
1: know. I know yeah brandon's like what i didn't know but yeah no everyone i got a new job and i was in the midst of like accepting the opportunity and like um signing all the stuff like during the last podcast, and I knew people from my last workplace were might have listened, so I didn't want to just like expose myself without, um, you know, putting my two weeks or telling anyone. And I didn't want people to find out that way. But now I'm already a month into my new one, and now I'm working with I don't want to say where I'm working, but I'm working with IVs and shipping and make creating IVs and stuff like that. And I work for a really big corporation now. And I didn't think I would say this, but I actually kind of enjoy working for a really large corporation. It's a lot easier for, like, finding HR stuff. And every time I log into a work computer and hit Google Chrome, like, we have our employee page where we can find anything we need. Any service or, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Program. Like, anything that we use is right there. It's so easy. So, um... I've been really enjoying it and I never thought I would enjoy working with IVs because my last pharmacy job, I was just working with capsules and tablets and I thought it was the most boring fucking thing in the world. But now with IVs, it's so much different. And with our, in our workplace, we have a compound sterile room. So that means that there is some, a technician that's compounding uh, IVs on site, which I was lucky enough to, be invited into the sterile room to watch it and um, be, I don't know, trained a little bit on how to do it. So when I'm certified, when I'm a certified pharmacy tech, I can actually like actually work with the IVs and stuff. But for now, all I do is just do more like warehouse stuff, like receiving supplies, medications, and then also like shipping out whatever was made. Um, But yeah, it's, it's miles above where I was. I mean, I don't wanna trash my last job because it got me to where I am. So I am grateful for the experience that it gave me, for the ability to apply for this job and get this job. But yeah, like the new job's been great. I mean, I work nine to 5.30 and it's been really nice having those extra couple hours in the morning because I used to be working seven to 3.30. So um, it's been really nice. And, yeah, I mean...
0: You see I'm this as a I, long-term fit?
1: Yeah, 100%. I, I'll be there um, until... Unless, like, man, there's new management and fucks it all up or something like that. Like, I don't see myself going anywhere. I mean, I... I mean, a good part of my damn just on my phone because there's literally nothing to do. Like, there's nothing to receive. There's nothing to pack. There's nothing to do. Like... I'll do all the busy work. So sometimes I'm just on my phone for an hour. Just like I'll just do nothing. And it's like in a part of that is because they haven't taught me everything I need to know because my boss is still learning stuff. And the thing is, is like there's a few locations and um, they have one person that like does all the ordering for all the locations. But they're trying to make it so I can do the ordering for our own location and like stuff like that. And and, and until they like get the ball rolling on that there's nothing like I can really do but yeah I mean it's been it's a really good fit so far and I've never like I remember going into the sterile compound room to show me like all the IV stuff and I've never been so like interested and thought something was so cool so I'm like shit I'll take that and go with it so I think I talked about having like um I don't know if I talked about it on the last podcast but like I had a paralegal class I signed up for and I dropped that so I was like listen I don't don't need to spend the money I don't need that if I'm enjoying this. Like, Because I signed up for that class way before I started the job, so I didn't think I'd like it as much as I do. So I thought it would just be like another fucking job. but I mean, it is, but it's something that I can grow from, I think. Sounds good. Yeah. That was my little rant about my job. We'll go to you, and then we'll come back to me.
0: Yeah. Um, let's think of a good thing. Uh, well, I just celebrated my 24th birthday. Yay. Um, we... Uh, me and Greer, well, Greer was over at my house on Saturday, along with a bunch of a bunch of other friends. Um, I'm also fully vaccinated. That's another positive thing. Um, but aside from that, uh, I just turned 24 and I don't really feel older. You know, a lot of people ask, like, does anything feel different about being a year older? Not really. I feel like I'm still in the same, uh, same position, uh still still looking for a job and all that, but I do have some positive leads that I've come across lately on LinkedIn and through uh, just mutual connections through people. And I feel like something, whether it's temporary or long-term, I feel like something's going to be coming down the pipeline very soon, and I'm excited about that. Um... But yeah, I had a, uh, had my friends over on Saturday. Had some family over on Sunday, and uh, also celebrated Mother's Day. So that was that was fun. I got a brand new turntable and set of speakers, Thanks. so I don't have to uh, use my dad's old one anymore. I got a brand new fresh one, and it runs great. I already got uh, already got it set up, configured the way out, the way I needed to, and needed and like it. So. No, I can play all my records and shit in my room, so that's nice. Nice. Um, yeah, that's basically all the good news. <laughs> it uh, summed up in, in, kind of. I mean, I've you know, it's been two months, but I live a pretty, pretty boring life. You know, whether it's just waking up and looking for jobs online or listening to a record or going to a record store or you know whatever i don't do a whole hell of a lot and you know a lot of that is due to the, the to you know my depression kind of getting in the way and kind of you know and being unemployed doesn't help that at all but you know i'm just trying to make do with with the situation that i got and like i said i th- i think things are going to be getting better soon cuz I got some leads on some jobs and some possible outcomes. So I think we can turn it around soon.
1: Hell yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: But uh, the biggest, I guess, thing in my life that happened recently was that uh, a week, about a week ago, we had to uh, put my oldest dog down, uh, Shadow. He was 13, and it was becoming increasing increasingly obvious that it was it was almost well it was his time to go and when it happened um, or I guess before it happened uh, well let's go a little bit before that even so we started giving him medicine for about I don't know two months or so and it it took about a month to kick in and it started to actually you know produce results, but you know it, it was only gonna work for so long because he's already thirteen and you know he's already on the in in the senior years of his life and whatnot so you know we we kind of knew that eventually it was gonna be coming, but you know the medicine kind of made it seem like it was gonna be a little bit uh longer uh but things kind of took a turn for the worse, just kind of out of nowhere when. He, his legs, his back legs just kind of gave up a little bit at a little bit of a rapid decline. And he just couldn't really get around and move the way he used to. And on top of that, he wasn't really eating. Uh, he was, he seemed very lethargic and depressed. So I think in a way he also knew as well. Yeah. So dogs know. Yeah. It, it's it's all instinctual with them they, they just They realize that things are Things are starting to fail them And you know so On Thursday He had kind of a rough day He was not really himself He came downstairs and just kind of Laid at the bottom of the stairs You know he would always go in the living room Or go on the couch or whatever But he just stayed at the bottom of the stairs So I knew something was kind of up And you know that's when Things started, and he, yeah, he was there for a little while, th- pretty much throughout the entire morning. Got him to get up, go outside, and do his business, and got him back inside. But even then, he was panting really, a lot
1: during n- that time.
0: Not really, because
1: um, you know that's like a you know that could be a sign too when they start panting. Lunch.
0: I mean, like he would, but it wasn't. it, w- it wasn't like a. Consistent. Consistent thing. Yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, But yeah, and then that day he wouldn't really eat. He he started to not really eat that much. And we decided that... Well, my parents decided on uh, that Friday, uh, because things just continued into the next day and we Mm -hmm. didn't really see too much improvement, um, decided that it was probably the best thing to do. So on Friday they decided and they... They let me and my sister know. And that Friday was, you know, I was just a mess. And...
1: Because it's terrible when you know what's coming.
0: Exactly. And,
1: and, like, all you can do is just look at them.
0: I, I I could... Yeah. And that's another thing. I felt like I couldn't even... I couldn't even look at them at, at, at one point because I would just kind of break down. But... You know... You just got to... Prepare yourself for it because you know, it's, you know, it's coming and you know, it's inevitable. at it, you know, whatever at some point forever for everything. And I was just, you know, I was having panic attacks. I, I just, cause I, I, I never really,
1: this is your first time going through this.
0: Yeah, honestly, because, like, even even when my grandfather died, like, we, we kind of saw it coming for a few months. Like, it was just, like, a steady decline. and.
1: But I think there's a difference between, like, people like that, but, like, and then your first pet. Like, your pet growing up, your childhood pet.
0: There's, and like... Al- yeah, also, you know, the pet that has been around every single day. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like, yes, I love my grandfather, but I didn't see him all the time I didn't see him every single day you know whenever I was home you know when I wake up when I go to bed
1: I remember when my great-grandma my great-grandma died and then a, I think like a month later my child Maisie she passed away and I was just wrecked like my great-grandma passed me like yeah that made me sad but I was like all right you know she's in her eighties, 80s, late 80s early 90s whatever it was like you know she that happened you know Mm -hmm. but for some reason like with Maisie like I was just like down for the count like it's just there's just something you know about having that childhood pet that's with you every day and gets you through those days when you're like when you're growing up and you don't know how to deal with shit you know like you at least have your dog or your cat or whatever you had like you had that at the end of the day as your best friend and you know when you lose something like that you also kind of like lose a part of like your childhood or lose a part of that too Mm -hmm. so and then you know you have to wake up every day and look at things and they're not the same like you know like i know when i walked in here to do this podcast like i noticed a shadow wasn't there Mm -hmm. so it's you know you got there's different things you know you just got to get used to as far as like everyday life and that's that's the worst part you know about stuff like this is that when it's a part of your home life, daily home life, and it just randomly just like, and it just switches up on you. And it's, yeah, it's hard. And, you know, so many, it sucks. This happens to literally everyone. Everyone goes through this.
0: Yeah, I think like the, the biggest part of it is just the fact that you have to make the decision for them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they are so helpless when they get to this point you know they they need all the help they can get and sometimes the well eventually you know the the kindest thing you can do for them is to
1: let them not be to, in pain
0: exactly yeah. you know
1: and that's you know luckily for on our side like Maisie did not have to go through that we actually me and my mom and my grandma just lay next to her just told her like you can you can pass away you can pass away, and she did. So, cause that we were gonna do the same thing the next the next morning we were gonna take her, but we my mom was just we were all like determined <laughs> like let's have her pass away at home. And luckily she was a really good girl, and she did and. Um, you know, you have Ada, you know, just how, like, how Scouts, like, always on Shadow's Blanket there, you know, we had Ada come out, Ada sniff, like, Ada, you know, so Ada knows. Mm-hmm. And same thing, like, Scouts probably, like, this is fucking weird, like, where's my, like, where's my man's at? Like, so, it, it, it rocks the whole, the system, a lot.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that weekend was just really, just emotionally draining, and, mm-hmm you know even physically you just felt like you know something was just like taken out of you yeah. like you like you, like seriously like you just run a marathon and like not that you're out of breath but you just feel like you, your body you feel it in your body that you know there's a that a loss i guess is what i'm looking for yeah and yeah um, for the for a couple of days after that i was I was still feeling pretty hard. And a couple nights I found myself, you know, kind of tearing up in bed at night. But, you know, I would, I don't know, like, I, I would I would just kind of, in my head, I would go back to being in the parking lot of, of the, you know, the vet's office and just kind of relive those, like, last moments. But, you know... Sometimes you just gotta move on.
1: Yeah. No. You know. Yeah. It's it's experiencing loss. Like you know, there is just it's just something in life that like everyone goes through, and it's like um, it doesn't make it any easier, but. It's really hard to deal with. Like, it sucks. It, I'm not even going to get on here and say, like, oh, it gets better. Oh, you'll be just fine. No, it fucking sucks. And, and that's okay. It's a fucking supposed to. But it does, I really think it does help in the future for future losses that we go through in life. Yeah, I think, like, that is, like, the foundation, you know, of, like, the worst loss, like, you know, and it's, like, that foundation that you're used to, and then, you know, all the losses that occur in your life, just, like, you know, at least for me, you know, like, I remember dealing with that, and then every loss that's occurred in my life after, I'm just like, okay, like, I, you know, I, I'm able to, it kind of gave me the blueprint on how to deal with grief,
0: a little bit, I would say,
1: but that's just me.
0: I, th- I th- yeah, I think it'll do the same because like even like I had another dog before this and uh, it was basically my parents' dog when they first got married. Yeah. But, um, you know when when she died, I was like ten years old and like honestly, I don't even really remember it too much. Like I don't really remember how I felt. I I mean I obviously I'm pretty sure I was sad, but like it wasn't like a foundational. Like peace,
1: but Shadow was like your dog, or you and BB's dog. That was like your guys's. Yeah, we dog. had.
0: Yeah, we got him when he was a puppy, and had him throughout the entire. You know, basically, throughout the entirety of my time growing up in this house. Um. So yeah, it's 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 like losing a brother.
1: Yeah, that's literally like you know. It,
0: I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to like. <laughs> compare like losing a dog to like an actual human brother but you know it's it's like it's it is like losing a family member you know at the very least
1: no it is no it is literally losing a family member yeah when Maisie died like I, I was an only child so when Maisie died I was like the fuck I do now <laughs> like but yeah like I said it's, it's definitely a blueprint in life like to help you deal and grieve with loss Because no one, I'm telling you all right now, no one forgets when their first pet, like, their childhood pet passes away. Like, that's just, like, that's just, like, ingrained in your memory, I feel like. Anyone who's listening is probably like, yep, because they can all think of that one that, like, broke their heart. And unless I did know someone who had no pets growing up, no dog, no cat, nothing, then you're just fucked for
0: life, but... Yeah, most of my, the vast, vast majority of my friends. I'm thinking of my,
1: I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of my ex. Like, he had nothing growing up. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like, you oh, know? okay. So it's like, I, you know, that's the only thing I can think of is like, if you don't have anything like that, then like, you don't really get to experience that, you know what I'm saying? Until you're much older, I guess, when you adopt your own pet.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Because I was, I mean, yeah, I was still 23, almost 24 when this first happened.
1: Yeah, but you were, you know, you were really, you know, you were 10 when you got shot. out. Because I was 3 when Maisie came. Yeah. And then 15 when she, or 14 when she passed. You know, 15 when she passed. So, but I mean, still, I mean, still childhood. Shit. Definitely. And you're very lucky, you know. Very lucky. Shadow was, you know... No,
0: he, he he lived a full life. He
1: he lived the happiest Labrador life. I swear to God, every time I came over here, he was, like, the happiest dog I've ever seen. So it, what's so nice is that when you know, like, when you think about Shadow, you're like, damn, he lived a really fucking good life with you guys. The best life. So that's all he could have ever needed. In it, you know what
0: I Yeah. I do. And at the... Risk of breaking down again. Um,
1: anyway, yeah. We want to talk about something else. So, I... <laughs>
0: we can, you know...
1: Let's move on. So, I got a cat. You talk about that.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: I got a fucking cat, this little motherfucker. No, I'm, I'm kidding. He is... You um, and your
0: roommate. Yeah, cat, me and my uh, roommate.
1: I'm not even saying it's my... I got a cat. It's me and my... And, my and,
0: and not even a cat, a kitten.
1: Kitten. Yeah, I shouldn't even say that. Yeah, he's a kitten. Um. So, Taylor, my roommate, um, he... Before he moved in, he's like, hey, I'm thinking about getting a kitten. Like, what do you think? And I'm like, I was really hesitant at first. I was like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, sure, you know. I was a little hesitant, but I, I, there was no way I was going to say no. And he brought him home, and I was in love. It was like, he laid on me, and I was like, this is it. This is not, This is This is it. Like, this is my baby, my, my little baby. And so god bless taylor he lets me co-parent like calls me like i'm his mama's boy like and there's daddy's boy you know so um he is i want to say he's like maybe 10 weeks nine weeks now. Yeah, he's tiny he's a tiny little thing he's probably like only two pounds but this little motherfucker is a ferocious he was so cute his first week he's like He's probably not sure, so, like, we don't return him to put him in the pound or something. Like, he's just so sweet, like, wants to cuddle and stuff. And then after the first week, scratch, claw, fucking bite. I'm like, all right, dude, can we chill? And here's the thing, I'm used to dogs. So dogs, you can easily train. Cats don't give a
0: fuck Mm -hmm. what you say to
1: them. They're
0: very independent. Yeah,
1: they don't give a fuck. So, like, all day and night I could try to teach him not to bite my ankles, but he's still going to fucking bite my ankles because he's a little shit. But... He is, honest to God, like, one of the best things, to Like, One of the best things that ever happened to me was moving, not, I don't want this to sound bad, because I love my family, and my parents are amazing, and living in another house was just fine. No problems. But moving out into that house and having Taylor as my roommate has been one of the best, like, the best things that ever happened to me.
0: And, and they would probably say the same. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um, and... Taylor getting this ca- kitten, getting skate was the another great thing that's happened to me because with depression, you know, you're just, like, you want to fucking just hide in a hole and just be on your own, but now, you know, you have this little kitten, you come home, and he just, like, wants to, to love you. When yeah. I say love you, he wants to claw his way up your fucking back and bite you, but... <laughs>
0: but the sentiment's still there. But the
1: sentiment's still there. And he, you know, but and he comes home. Every every time I come home, he, he comes up to me, and he's like, meow, meow. And I pick him up, and I give him kisses, and he purrs on my cheek, and then he starts to bite my finger, so I let him go. And um, we just, I mean, he's just been the best. And he, we took a nap yesterday together, and he's just been the greatest little kitten. And... What's really hard to figure out right now, though, is obviously, like, Soul's Case Taylor's cat. There's no doubt about it. I'm not doubting that at all. So when the time comes, like, because we talked about, like, the only way, like, me and Taylor are really going to, you know, separate as far as living together is when, you know, we move out to be with a significant other. Mm-hmm. And when that eventually happens, I'm going to be like, Soul's okay, my peepee. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. but... I know I'll always be, like, mom to him, so I'm sure, like, you know, even with separate living situations, he'll still yeah. see me and yeah. love me just the same. But I, I'm already, like, even though that's, year like, years down the line, I'm still, like, uh, like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But um, he has just, like, been the best little thing, even though I'm saying the meanest shit about him. But, no, he's great. I'm just looking at all the... Scratches on my hand. I was just
0: <laughs> as as soon as you said that, I saw that on your wrist.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got like all these scratches all over me, but um, it's a hundred percent worth it. I don't <laughs> even care. He's worth it. Except he is banished from my room because he keeps knocking over my fucking plants. So he's <laughs> been banished from my room on purpose. No, I think well he's trying to get to the window. I was
0: gonna say, is, is he one of those cats that just stares at something and then just knocks it off the, the counter?
1: No, no, no. But he, he. I think what it is is like he wants to get into the window, to look out the window. And my plants are right there, so he jumps on the table, jumps on the plants to go by the window. So like it ends up knocking over plants and then dirt gets everywhere, and I'm like, you little shit! I'm gonna take you to the kitty pound, you know. Oh. So, I've never heard book book. We always, me, me and my roommates make jokes that we're gonna take them to the kitty pound or we're gonna let them like, hang out with street cats mm-hmm. and be like, You never survive out there with those street cats, you're too spoiled. And then sometimes our favorite is we like to say, We're gonna cook kitty roast for dinner. Like he's being really bad. And then we're like, No, we would never. But we're just, I remember one time me and Taylor had the windows open and he was, he knocked over, he did something and we were like, We're gonna cook you. With mashed potatoes and carrots for kitty roast, and we were just like talking to him, and he's just looking at us like meow, like he doesn't know what we're saying, and we were just laughing, and then we looked, and the window was open, and we were like, oh shit, <laughs> we're,
0: gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get called.
1: I know we're gonna get like animal control's gonna show up and be like, is everything okay? Like, um, but no, we God, we love him. He's the most spoiled little kitty in the world. But yeah, I just bought him a cat tree. He has a cat tree coming in, so it's gonna he's
0: gonna be. He's going to be knocking that over.
1: Oh, my God. It's, like... Oh, it's pretty tall. It's really... It was, like, 50 bucks. But it was, like... My friend showed me it. Because it looked like a $100 one. But it was, like, 50 bucks. It's super tall. Um, Probably as tall as me. So, probably, like, five foot something. And, Mm. um... Yeah, just, like... It's pretty cool. So, hopefully, he, like, leaves us alone in places with that. (laughs) (laughs) Or with... As far as, like, biting and scratching and stuff. Because... That's the worst. Yeah. He's trying to figure that out. Because he doesn't realize, obviously, that his teeth are that sharp or his claws are that sharp. He just is trying to play with us. But what's really good, I will say, what's really great about him is that he doesn't do that to other people. He just does it to us. So it's not like, you know, if you or anyone else was to come over, he'd be fucking biting you and scratching at you and shit. He doesn't, he's not aggressive that way. And he also doesn't... Destroy much in the house, like it's not like he scratches on shit. Like, um, the only thing I notice that he does is that we have one of those um water bowls in the living room that's like I don't know how to explain it. Is like, it supposed
0: to fill it up? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and like the bubble, it bubbles and yeah. stuff. He likes to push it over so more water goes in and it bubbles. Like, he likes watching the bubble, so I'll come out and like the things on side and there's water everywhere. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you little shit. like, and he's all wet. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? But you know, other than that, like he doesn't he doesn't destroy anything. Like he's not scratch like he's not pulling down shower curtains or shades or anything like that. So as far as that, he's a good he's a good kitty. He just uses me and Taylor as like a scratching post sometimes. <laughs> but so I don't know if I talked about that last podcast. I don't believe I did. I think like we might have like I think we just got them right after yeah, we recorded. Yeah, I,
0: I think it was pretty brief, if, if anything. Yeah, it was
1: like we just got them for like a day or something.
0: Yeah, so I guess we can maybe touch on our mental health real quick before we get out of here. Um, I, I guess things have been, for me, uh, pretty under control, I, I guess. Um, I've, you know, with the job and everything, like I've said, just kind of like that general baseline anxiety. Um, but things are looking up and I'm trying not to really stress too much about like, you know, spending my money or anything like that, because I do have a lot saved up and I know that I will be getting something soon, you know, and you know, if I, if I, if I don't get a job that I want, you know, I'll, I'll take a job that I don't necessarily want, but that I kind of need, uh, for the time being, you know, whether it be, you know, working at, uh, like you know as, as like a server somewhere you know that's not like a long-term thing but it could
1: you make money doing that it, though you make pretty good money to serving depending yeah, on where you go
0: exactly so that's always an option but um depression on the other hand um i it's it's been coming and going in waves uh throughout these last couple months uh right now things are looking okay. I just had my birthday, so I'm kind of riding that wave of, you know, just kind of feeling feeling like I got a fresh start. Um, but over the last couple of weeks, yeah, it's been a little rough up and down, uh, especially with Shadow and all that. But, you know, things things move on and life goes on and you gotta just keep rolling with the punches. And here we are today. We got, we got a brand new episode for you. You know, we're trying to come out and, you know, not come out with one. I mean, yeah. what am I saying? Not come out with one every three months.
1: Basically, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, (laughs) but I will say, like, we never know when we're going to post. It's kind of like, honest, guys, like, today what happened was I was at work and I just sat on a snap on lunch and I was like, yo, you want to record today? Shit. Like, and that was it. Like, you know, it's just. And I don't know, like, sometimes with depression, I know it's with depression, too, is that. Sorry, I don't want to take away your No. Color, but sometimes with depression, too, is like, for me, it's like, after work, there's five tasks I got to do, but only I can only handle doing two of them. So it's like, I got to pick which two out of five I can do. Yeah. And sometimes the podcast just doesn't always cut it. No. And I know my mom would hear this and be like, the podcast is super important. What are you doing? But it's like, <laughs> sometimes it's just like... You can't just like I just can't fake this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I just can't fake like everything's great. So happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mental health be on point, guys. Like <laughs> if I ever said that you guys know that something's
0: wrong. <laughs> yeah, we start having catchphrases, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> but um how how has your mental health been holding up? Um
1: it's okay. Um It's okay. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I wouldn't say it's, like, terrible. Yeah. Um. I guess, if anything, I, I realize I'm not cleaning. It's so, like my room's a mess and my fucking car's a mess and shit. So I know that's, like... You're going like,
0: through that phase yeah, right now?
1: Yeah. So I know that's, like, a key indicator. But, um. you know, I wake up, like, easy, like, you know, ready to go to work. I don't, like, the spies going to work or anything like that. Like, or the getting up or anything like that. So I know that's good. It's more like... After work, it's, like, trying to figure out, like, what the the mood is. Like, am I just, like, want to go home depressed and just lay in bed? Do I want to get shit done? Do I want to go talk to do the podcast? Do I want to go see my boyfriend? What do I want to do? And it's, like, you know, um, it's, like, trying to figure it out. And I remember one time very recently, there was a night where, like, I had to do multiple things. Like, I had to, uh... There was, like, multiple things I had to do, and I was just, like, I don't want to fucking do it. Like, I just want to go home. Like, you know, like, I I don't want to do any of it. It's just... And there's some days where I'm, like, boom, 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 easy. Like, come in here, easy. Then I'll go home and maybe clean up a little bit, and I'll be fine. And there are some days where I get off work and I'm, like, I can't fucking handle anything. Just get me fucking home. And it's not, like, work did anything. It's just more my mood. Like, work was fucking busy today, but it did not affect my mood at all, so... It's, it's very, it's, and I will also say, my last week I haven't been great with taking my medication, so I gotta, and you know, it's it sucks because I don't know how to explain the way my mind works because I knew last night I had to take my Lexapro because I was getting brain zapped, so I knew I had to take it, but I was like, well, I don't have water, so I'm just not going to take it, and I rolled over and went to bed, and it's like, and now today, I woke up with every time I turn my head, I feel a zap in my brain. And I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Today, I f- the whole day, I felt like I was floating because of that. Yeah. So it's like, why the fuck did I do that to myself? When I damn well know yesterday, if I just took the medication, I'd be fine. But for some reason, getting out of bed and getting myself a glass of water was just way too fucking much for me. And I just had to roll over and go to sleep. I don't understand that about myself and i st- and i i still don't and that's one of the main things i'm trying to learn through therapy and stuff like that is like why do i consciously know i'm doing something wrong but just do it anyway when it's bad for me and then like i don't these,
0: like it's kind of self-destructive it, yeah behaviors. and
1: it's like but the thing is it's not like i look at it and go i don't want to take it because i know it's gonna fuck me up like you know it's not like that's the thought process either The thought process isn't like, I'm not going to take this medication because I know it's going to, you know, add a little spice entertainment to my life. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, But but for some reason, I don't push for it. I don't push like, if you really take these meds, it's really going to make you feel better and fucking get off my ass and do it. So I know there's something going on as far as that, as far as like mental wise on how I'm doing because I'm doing that. So I know that's not good. Like, I just felt the brain's out right now. Right when I moved my eyes like that. So, it's just... It's so crazy. And that's not good for you. Your brain, like, that's not good for me to do that. So, um... So... My anxiety, you know... Like... My anxiety isn't the best. But it isn't as bad as it could be. So... Um, like Saturday at your party, I follow anxiety because a lot of people there I haven't seen in years. And those people are who I used to hang around with with my ex. So it was really weird to see them again. I'm like, what are they thinking about me? What do they know? You know? So, I remember feeling a little anxiety... Even though I had fun. I don't want you to think I didn't have fun. I had fun. I know. But but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're thinking that in the back of your head. You're like, what the fuck do they know? They're looking at me like, you know... (laughs) So, especially when I show up with somebody new that I'm with. So, it was just a little... So, I... But that's more situational, I guess, if anything, with the anxiety. But I knew, like... I couldn't... Usually, I'm able to talk myself out of it and be like, you're a badass bitch. Who gives a fuck? But wasn't able to talk myself out of it. So, you know, um, situations like that, you know that you're not doing as best as you could be. But I know when I'm, I know the keys of when I'm really bad and I'm not there. So I just know I'm like heading that way and I need to stop. <laughs> um, but that's just, that's the truth. That's the, and that's the T, says and that's the T says
0: and I guess that's a good spot to wrap it up and I guess uh, we don't know when the next episode will be we're not gonna put a, uh, a cap on, on that but we'll should we do
1: one on my part I'm having a birthday party everyone's gonna be vaccinated so I don't think I'm a piece of shit um, <laughs> so should we do a live one there
0: yeah with fucking ten people
1: <laughs> yeah fucking yeah
0: Oh
1: god! So how's everyone's mental health doing? Let's all go in a circle. (laughs) We all just start crying at my party.
0: Yeah, it's not. Uh, Well, I don't know. We can think about that. No. no, no. (laughs) If you guys want to
1: have fun, we all got to talk about our trauma (laughs) before we have fun.
0: Oh. Alcohol, anybody?
1: (laughs) Alcohol, anyone? Oh, weed, anyone?
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, that was episode. uh, Who knows of (laughs) what's wrong with us? The podcast.
1: Thanks for sticking with us. We're very flighty. We know it, but we love you guys just the same.
0: We're trying. Uh, if you want to keep along with the show, it's at uh, what's wrong uh, uh, yeah, at what's wrong podcast on Instagram, at podcast on Twitter. Uh, that is also the handle uh, for the email, at gmail.com. Or if you want to get a solo on social media, I'm at Brandon Orlowski.
1: Um, my Instagram is Haha Greer and my Twitter is IRL Tinkerbell.
0: And that is the tea. We will see you next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: Bye. <laughs>